to another Freedom Talk, where Vivekji takes questions from seekers across the world. Freedom Talks happen on Sundays during Vivekji's Meaningful Morning Sessions. If you're interested in joining, find out more about Meaningful Mornings on our website, chinmayaniagara.com. Let's tune into this week's questions. I've been sharing a lot about the more you can relate to a person or purpose, the more you can be transformed in the way that person or purpose is transformative. In our freedom talks, the questions that are asked, I'm sure all of you have that question. The answers that are given, I'm sure this is meaningful to you. So we continue from Portland. Om, is it an original thought? No, Om is not a thought. What is Om's relationship with time? <laughs> time began after Om. Is Om silence? No, <laughs> there is a form and name, so it can't be silence. Is Om incessant rhythm of consciousness? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you can interpret Om as a vibration. No different than you may see a solid body, but really I'm just energy that's vibrating, energy that's changing, just like you. As a homework from my yoga, we were all asked to sit still for at least an hour and consciously tune in with the Om within. If this is hard, play it in the background and tune to that frequency. I once experimented on this in an open field outside sitting under the shade of a tree in the late morning. <laughs> Very descriptive. After 15 to 20 minutes, my eyes opened with impulse to increase Om volume and a sideway glance revealed a one to two foot long green snake, whoa, <laughs> rapidly advancing toward my asana. Instinctively, my instinct kicked in and I ran yelling, mom, mom, to where she was examining her juvenile crop. When I reported this back to the class, I received this rebuke. Next time be more serious about your practice, My, my commentary on this commentary is <laughs> when one engages in disciplines like asana, pranayama, reading, writing, etc., be focused. And when we open our eyes, then we are distracted. I could eat something or I can go brush my teeth. I can go for a walk. We always find something to distract ourselves with. And maybe you opening your eyes and seeing that green snake <laughs> is an expression of that. Maybe. You can also interpret this as your life being saved. <laughs> the fact that you opened your eyes, <laughs> you got out of there. And uh, you being rebuked for this uh, 
they weren't in that circumstance. <laughs> Next time you put them in that circumstance <laughs> and see how they would respond. And if they don't, then your rebuke is, <laughs> is genuine. <laughs> Next. <clears throat> From Chicago. This is a question on helping one be more compassionate by feeling that others whom we find difficult are sick. Looking for clarity on this as I feel this could be a, a one, this could be a way one might escape acceptance of someone that they do not agree with or get along with. There seems to be a sense of superiority. It seems similar to comparing ourselves to those less fortunate in order to feel gratitude. That is deep thinking. If you don't get along with someone, if you project that they're not well, physically, mentally, if this helps you to get along with them, then you should do it. Knowing that's a means and that you should grow out of that also. Just like in the example you gave, if I'm an ungrateful person, to help me be grateful, I should compare myself to those who have less than me, are less, are less than me. That is a rajasic way to move oneself. It is aggressive. I would call this motivation. It's coming from the outside. But you have to deepen that to inspiration, where you are grateful for what you have and who you are independently not in reference to anyone. And the same goes with being kind to another, not because you're projecting that they're sick, but rather everyone has strengths, that we are interdependent, that that being also has the same value that you do in their body, in their spirit. Then your kindness is independent. There's no sense of superiority or inferiority. What helps me the most to be kind to people? <laughs> you're all thinking, but you're not kind to people. So that means you don't think about this. <laughs> Is remembering what they've done for you rather <clears throat> than what they've not done for you. And relatedly, remembering their strengths rather than their weaknesses. That helps one to interact with others in a more noble or sattvic way.